0: Cover
1: B. Welcome back to Cover B. We have a graphic novel to discuss with you today. Yes, And I'm going to preface this up front. I don't understand it. <laughs> I'm just going to say that outright. I liked it. Didn't get it. <laughs> Click away now. If that doesn't appeal to you, still going to talk about it. Yeah. No idea what happens. Maybe
0: maybe we'll get it during the process of discussion. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe. Maybe we'll, we'll hammer it out. It'll Watch be an us, epiphany. <laughs> yeah. Watch us as our simple primate brains try to figure out a complex story together, live. <laughs> anyway, today we're talking about The Passageway by Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino. Uh, this is an entry into their expanding uh, bone orchard mythos. Uh, So far in the Bone Orchard mythos, we have had the Prelude, uh, which was a free comic book day. We've had the Passageway, which is a graphic novel. Uh, And they've also done 10,000 Black Feathers, which was a mini series that I think is over. I think it was just like a three-issue mini. Hmm. They have a new one coming called Tenement, which is supposed to be a six-issue mini. And then they have another one called Starseed, I believe. I don't know much details about that one. I think it was just recently announced. Nice. Um The Bone Orchard Mythos, for those who don't know, is run by Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino, and it comes from them working on Gideon Falls together, realizing that they work together very, very well, and wanting to tell more expansive stories that are darker and build kind of like an HP Lovecraft-style mythos where everything kind of plays in together. So a lot of them tend to be very eldritch, very cosmic, uh, very dark and mysterious. It's not a lot of your standard ghosts and ghouls and goblins and uh zombies it's a lot of heavier topics uh which works well especially with jeff lemire's uh you know history of books that focus a lot on family turmoil or like internal issues mental health issues things like that he has a long history of doing books about characters struggling with various types of Uh, mental struggles
0: lots of emotional trauma
1: exactly so this works well for him the passageway uh the kind of basic rundown of it is uh when a geologist is sent to a remote lighthouse to investigate strange phenomena he finds a seemingly endless pit in the rocks but what lurks within and how will he escape its pull features a geologist going to this island in canada Uh, He meets with the lighthouse keeper, who is a loner. She hasn't left the island in, I think, she says, like, 25 years. Yep. Uh, She has some sort of strange history with the island involving a husband dying. And her brother is the one that ferries people out to the island and ferries her supplies. Uh, And she's just chilling. And she called in... The report of the weird anomaly, which is there used to be two large rocks on the island. They are now gone, and in its place is a seemingly endless, perfectly circular hole. They throw rocks down in it, and nothing happens. He eventually sends a drone down in it and sees a scary face looking at him on the camera. <laughs> he freaks out uh and then loses the drone so then he decides oh I've got to figure out a way to get this drone back and then things go nutty. Mhm. what were your thoughts?
0: So, I understand the inference of not totally getting it because it, mm-hmm. not a lot happens, okay? And I'm going to I'm going to summarize it in the way that I think makes the most sense.
1: It's not an inference. I didn't get it, (laughs) but yes, go on.
0: (laughs) There's a giant hole appears, seemingly bottomless. Mm -hmm. People end up going in the hole, probably because some mysterious eldritch being is whispering at them to go in the hole. Yeah. I think what happens in this book, okay, okay, is that Lady... Is told by Eldritch God, which is imitating, I think, either her father or her f- former dead husband, uh, that she needs to bring sacrifices to the hole. Yeah. And she convinces her brother, also with the Eldritch God whispering in his ear, to bring people to the hole. So she reports the hole. Mm-hmm. Guy comes, is sacrificed into the hole... But he suffered significant trauma at the loss of his mother as a child, Mm -hmm. which was, I think, tied into probably the Feather series uh, with lots of birds. There were a lot of birds. Lots of birds. And her eyeballs got eaten by birds. It's gross. It's weird. Creepy. Don't like it. Um, (laughs) But I think he was rescued by his mother. After going down in the hole, she basically fought the eldritch god and won Mm -hmm. and rescued her son and he survived whereas i don't think the lighthouse twins did i
1: thought your mom and the mom Mom won won.
0: and that's that's my summary i don't know that it's deeper than that i think
1: yeah so i i think (laughs) i I don't know a lot of this book is left intentionally vague true i think it's it's meant to be like, a lot of cosmic or eldritch or, like, dark, deep, shadowy horror, it's meant to be...
0: Left up to the interpretation of the reader.
1: Yeah, it's meant to leave you kind of off-stance. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you it's, definitely It's, feel it's meant to kilter. knock you off your balance so that the horror has greater impact. And the beautiful thing about this book is that with Andrea Sorrentino as a artist... It's gorgeous and wonderfully structured and the the structure and the art and the imagery adds to this kind of sense of mystery and being (laughs) lost and not understanding. And I think there's something to be said about the reader feeling that in a book that does involve a lot of drowning or being taken by currents or being taken by water. You know, if you've ever had an experience, I have, if you've ever had an experience where, like, under has grabbed you. Right. It, you, you don't know which way is up. You don't know where you're going. It's a complete loss. <laughs> you're lost to the world for all intents and purposes. You have no idea what's happening. You can't breathe. You can't see. You can't react in any sort of way. And.
0: That is an absolute metaphor for trauma.
1: Yeah. And yeah. And I think that does feed into the kind of trauma aspect. There's a few things that are left vague that are actually like stated. I think when I and to clarify, when I say I don't understand what happens in this book, I kind of understand the actions of the book. There's some conversations toward the end between the brother and the lighthouse keeper. Yeah. That I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. I don't get what they're saying. Um. And that's it. That's that's all I mean by that. And, th- and then I mean, there is like imagery and actions and stuff that. I'm like, I, I don't truly know what's being hinted at or put out here, uh, but I think that's the point. I think the point is, you know, the whole book surrounds staring down a deep, endless hole, which in and of itself is an unsolvable mystery
0: and unsettling. You know, too.
1: you have no if there's truly no bottom of that pit. And it goes into this, like, dark abyss. You have no way of truly understanding or comprehending. There's no way to survey it. There's no way to perfectly shine a light on it. Yeah. You can go down in it, as we see, but you only get flashes and glimpses of what might be down there. Um.
0: And he even himself, once he's in the pit, sees things and is constantly saying, this can't be real, this can't be yeah, happening, exactly. I don't understand how. what is going on. And because he can't even trust his own faculties, which, again, if you are drowning in water or drowning in trauma, you can't trust your expectations of what is real and what is not because your faculties are being disabled.
1: Yeah. So to me, I think this is as much a book (laughs) about the horror that is mystery, the horror that is the unknown, the horror that is... Things we can't truly grasp as much as it is the struggle Mm -hmm. of confronting trauma.
0: That's a perfect way to put that, too, because part of the trauma he has is not understanding or comprehending what happened to his mom. Mm -hmm. It's a mystery to him. He can't definitively say, this is why she died. This is how she died. This is what caused her death. Like, he has... basic comprehensions and basic like expectations, but there's still so much mystery around it. So that's perfect.
1: It's about the acceptance of the unknown. It's about saying that there might not be things that I can fully comprehend, but I have to try to rise above and get past it anyway. And it's okay to
0: not feel comfortable with the awkward, you know?
1: And there might also be like a thing about loss in there. I tried to, when I was trying to wrap my head around themes in this, And I was going back through it a second time. I was like, "Oh, he loses the drone, and he's like obsessed over that, and that's what gets him in trouble." But I don't, I don't think that that's not a thread that holds a lot of (laughs) weight. So, well, um, so I I think it's the mystery. I think it's the 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 unknown. And the beauty about books about this is that you can get from it
0: whatever you want, whatever you want. You can
1: you can find your own themes. Uh, But gosh, it's a gorgeous book. It's
0: so pretty. And it's, it's,
1: it's a pretty easy read too. It's a lot of it is visually told. Like a lot of the storytelling is yeah. visual. The dialogue is pretty quick and truncated. Um, it's not a particularly thick book, but no, with, you know, Sorrentino's art, there's so much depth to be drawn from each panel. So you can, you can sit with it and kind of take time to like look through the art, um, you know, go through it, do a non-reading read, just go through it and go panel by panel and look at the art. Uh, While it's a different,
0: while it's a different artist, obviously, um, visually, it reminded me a lot in terms of the use of color and structure to kind of imitate water felt very much like um elegy the batwoman's mark wade story Mm -hmm. and the art in that which was beautiful and very compelling there's a lot of relationship there so if you like if you are a big batwoman fan the vibe is very similar Mm -hmm.
1: 1799 cute little hardcover looks good on a shelf yeah uh i really hope more of these bone orchard things get put into kind of these volumes these little uh thin hardcovers because i like them they're nice but uh It was cool. It was a cool book. It was was a good horror book. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of it, I think, left intentionally vague or intentionally confusing uh, in order to push, you know, that idea of the unknown or to just make the reader feel off kilter. Uh, Either way, it was was still well done and it was effective. I thought it was spooky and creepy. And I honestly didn't see the main climactic point. I didn't see that coming. So it took me by surprise. Um, but yeah Passageway by Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino check it out at your local comic shop T what are your final thoughts
0: um I found this book on accident (laughs) be sure to hunt around this one got kind of put off to the side at our our LCS and I was like hmm I don't think we've read this (laughs) so so don't be
1: afraid to ask for it hell yeah graphic novelty (laughs) Uh, and it came sealed, which I thought yeah, was a was nice cool. touch. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Yes. If you want more episodes of Cover B, including other graphic novels that we've reviewed, you can find them on our website, coverbepodcast.com.
0: That's right. You can also follow us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Cover Podcast.
1: Yeah. So thanks so much for listening. I hope everyone has a good rest of their week, weekend. Uh... Go do something fun. Go read a graphic novel in a field of daisies underneath (laughs) an aging oak tree as a little robin flies down and lands on your graphic novel and the two of you sing a song together.
0: That sounds delightful.
1: Or just cuddle up with a blanket and a pet or a significant other or a pillow or a body pillow with a cute anime girl on it and read your graphic (laughs) novel that way. Whatever floats your boat. Uh, we don't we don't judge here. Yeah. Hey. We love you. Thank you for listening. As always, I have been Chris. This has been T Indy and you have been listening to, to Cover, Cover B. B.
0: Bye everybody.